for the record, would like to say right now, Melanie speaking here, um, that I have brought a special visitor for us today, a special guest on the Mama's Den today. Ashley is very excited. She text messaged me with excitement this morning <laughs> because her spirit parent animal is in the building. <laughs> My mom is here. And for the record, it's funny because everybody that I told is my mom is coming on the mama's den. They were like, oh, my gosh, we know all the stories. We we know about your mom because I talk about her a lot. I talk about all the beautiful things, all the rough things that we went through. And the other day, a friend of ours was at the house and she was just like, oh, you're coming on to defend yourself to my mom. And my mom was like, I don't need to defend myself. I stand 10 toes down on what I've done. I have no regrets. And I was like, well, damn. I was like, all right, y'all, she's here live in living color for y'all to come up with your own conclusions. Make some noise for my mom, Mama Donna. Hi, Mama Donna. Hello. Hello, everybody. So wait, I would love if you would share one of those stories. I know we've heard quite a few, but like, let's, let's, let's go back. Two, is there anything that we, Ashley and I, like, don't know, right? The one that comes to mind for me is the Halloween story. Oh, man. But, which we shared. But what we got? Do we have any more? If you don't recall, Mom, uh, the Halloween story was the year that we, Johan and I, weren't supposed to watch television in your bedroom. He told on me, and you made me stay home and give out Halloween candy, and you took my friends out trick-or-treating instead. Um, yeah, um, because I share the savage moments of you. And it's funny because Ashley's always here like, woo, 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 <laughs> like loves the savage stories. Yesterday, my mom and I were talking. I was telling her about something. I can't remember how she. Oh, she was saying how she has to do all these things before her flight. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I got to make the lemonade. I got to plant the, the, the plants outside. This is all at our house, by the way. And and I'm like, yeah, well, I was like, don't you even think about getting on that plane until you finish all your chores? Ooh. And I brought up the story on New Year's Eve. Shout out to my lovely, wonderful of a person, ex-boyfriend, Ronnie. We were supposed to go out on New Year's Eve. And my mom was like, you're not leaving the house until all of my Venetian blinds are clean. And she made him help me clean them. And her defense, yes, not her defense. Her stance yesterday was still 10 toes down. She's like, well, if he wanted to take you out, he should help you so he could take you out. (laughs) How old were you? A grown-up. Oh, a 19. Grown up? Wow. 20. Okay. Mid-grown, mid-grown. 20. Semi. 20 years old, about. Yes. Yeah. Which I should say, I was married at that age. <laughs> you got to be responsible, Melanie. My mom was a mom and a wife at 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's high-level parenting for your kids to still be listening to you at 19 and 20. Wait, what was the story where... You, your brother wasn't supposed to watch TV. Oh, no, you watched this TV. Was, this okay. was the holiday. Then there was, was the laundry story. Oh, the, I shared about the Wonderland right? the laundry, laundry story. story. Yeah. Where he had to do his laundry. No, he had started putting the dirty clothes on top of the clean clothes. And y'all were supposed to have like a whole family trip to amusement park or something. Mm-hmm. And Mama Donna was like, you're not going. Well, my my mom lived with us for 11 years. And. I didn't want her to do anything in our home, but she said, what am I going to be here all day doing? So I said, okay, if you want to cook and you want to do the kids' laundry, that's fine. So she did, and we lived in a two-story house with a basement. Mm -hmm. The laundry facility was in the basement, so she had to take everything down, fold it, bring it back up, and gave it to Johan to put away. Well, he put away, he did put it away in his closet at the bottom of his closet, but as he used his clothes, he piled a dirty stuff on top of it. So the kids, my sister and everybody else, were taking the kids and the family to an amusement park in close to our home. And 
my son says, I don't have anything to wear. And I said, well, Told what do you mean himself. you don't have anything to wear? Your grandmother just did your laundry. Hold on. I'm going to need you to say it like you said it in 1992. <laughs> All Guyanese accents in full fledge, please. I said, what the hell do you mean you don't have anything to wear? <laughs> your grandmother just did your laundry and it's in your room. What do you mean? Let me come and see what you're doing. <laughs> that and is, he said, that's accurate. No, 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 no. I'm like, ah, red flags. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. Why Oof. doesn't he want me to check? So I went in and sure enough, big pile of, like, I mean, it was halfway up the closet. And I said, what, what is this? He said, oh, my clothes are under there. And I said, Oh, under there. <laughs> I said, your grandmother did your laundry and this is what you did. You have no regard for her labor. Mm. Uh-uh, this is not happening. I say, you're not going a damn place today. Mm. I said, you're going to stay home and you're going to wash all these clothes. You have no respect for my mother's labor. Mm. Uh-uh, this is not going to work. Still mad about it. Every, <laughs> I'm still mad about but it. But you know what? Hearing it from her though, like I, I get it. Yeah, you get it. That's why we have her back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. And everybody's begging me. My sister, Donna, you can't do this. Because of course he was her favorite. Yeah. Donna, you can't do this. He was the eldest of the cousins. You can't do this. I said, watch me. Mm-hmm. I said, he's going to stay home and he's going to do his laundry from this day forward. My That's mother so is sure. not his slave. Mm-hmm. No, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And? And beg, everybody begged. My Even my mother said to me, oh, Donna, let the child go now. I'm like, no, mommy ain't going nowhere. Oh, that's a little harsh. I don't care. Nope, he's not going. And she said the other day, she was like, the more people asked me, the more I was like, I dug my heels in. The more everybody said to me, oh, let him go. You can't do this. That's too. Nope. I dug. I said, nope, he's going to learn a lesson. Okay, does he wash his clothes to this day? He did. But you know what? It was a great experience for us. We bonded. I showed him how to sort clothes. Oh, you didn't go that day? You stayed home? No. Oh, I thought you left him home by himself. No, no, no. Yeah, last week it was he he was by himself. I thought he was by himself. (laughs) No, he wasn't by himself. Oh, man. I took him downstairs and I said, this is what. And he actually enjoyed the experience. And he said, Not "Oh, I didn't know this." Part. I said, "You see how much how much work it is." Mm-hmm. And you called you. What is it you called it just now? A, a, a struggle? Savage. 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 Yeah. I call it teaching. Mm. So this is the thing about my mom, and I and I say this too. Even when I share like the harshest of stories, and I'm like, "Oh, that was so mean." My mom has always had this perfect balance of love and firm. Mm-hmm. And even in like the times when we were growing up and it was like, gosh, this is so harsh. Why are you being so hard on us? We always felt loved. Mm. All of the cousins, they used to know that Auntie Donna took no shit, but they also knew that Auntie Donna was going to make you feel better if you were sick. She would cook for you. She would love on you, care for you, cuddle you, love on you. And it's such an interesting thing because it's not something that I think all parents know how to do. Yeah. It's usually you feel bad for being one way or the other. You overcompensate, mm-hmm. you enable, or you're too hard and you feel like if you don't let up, it's a really fine line. And I think now that as we've gotten older, seeing my mom as a grandmother, I'm like, who is this woman? <laughs> <laughs> because this woman's got all this. Oh, Melanie, don't be so mean to the child. Oh, Melanie. Oh, he's Why a good so kid. Yeah. You, you, we'll be so hard on him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the pot calling the kettle black. Well, the same as her mom saying, like, you know, let him go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I saw I saw this saying once that said, 
if I knew had having grandchildren was this much fun, I'd have them first. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Was your mom um, strict with you? Very strict. Okay. But we were close. Yeah. That's the same thing Melanie's saying. Mm-hmm. She was so strict with us and she was swift, swift with that slipper on my behind. Oh. Very, mm-hmm. very quick. Shout out to the Caribbean old school parents. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved my mother so much. We were so close. So, you know, I never thought that my mom was being mean or cruel. She just did what she had to do as a mother. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think that line of like firm and loving is you have to really know your firm side well, right? Because I feel like for me and maybe Ashley, I don't know about you, Melanie, like the firm side is like, I have to do this. Like I'm convincing myself. (laughs) More than it sounds like your mom is like, this is what you're going to do because that's wrong and we're going to make you better. Right. And I love you. And so, you know, afterward, we're going to eat and we're going to bond. And you know what I mean? Like, but for me, I'm forcing myself into the firmness Mm -hmm. and then I overcompensate. Mm -hmm. And But one thing I must say, when you discipline a child or you give a child uh, punishment, like if you say you're not going to have in Mm -hmm. in today's society, you're not going to have your computer, you're Mm -hmm. not going to have your tablet for two weeks. It has to be two weeks. You don't play. Do not give in after a week because, oh, they're behaving well and they're they're just playing you. Yeah. Mm. That part is hard too. Our doctor told me that. Right. Whether it's, you know, in that moment, hey, don't jump off the stairs or Mm -hmm. we're not going to, you're not going to get a cookie or whatever. Like if they then do it, like I have to say, say, yeah. I don't yeah, know nothing that, about two weeks. Hard for me too. Yeah, <laughs> that's for one sure. thing my mom did not play. If it was you were grounded for two weeks, don't you dare come to me at thirteen days. Yeah, yeah. And I days. and I didn't only. I wasn't only this way with my children, mm-hmm. with my nieces and nephews. <laughs> I was don't the same. Melanie. <laughs> I, told, I told you she did not play when we were growing up. I had a friend, Lindsay. I had a friend mm-hmm. in Lin- and she. I used to go over to the house, and she always used to be like. You are just so well behaved and so mannered. She used to threaten her kids. I'm going to send you over to Melanie's mom's house <laughs> because Melanie's mom is doing something right. Yeah. And I just used to be like, if you only knew, save me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one incident. One incident I remember vividly. My brother and his wife came over with the kids. And like kids mm-hmm. came in, they darted upstairs to the my kids' bedrooms to whatever. Never came and said hello to Uh-oh. me. So I said to my sister-in-law, I said, where, where are Lisa and Marcus? Oh, they uh, didn't you bring them? Yeah, they're here. I said, well, I didn't see them. And she's going to call him Lisa. And I said, no, no, let me handle this. <laughs> so I called Lisa and Marcus. And I held them both by their hands. And I opened the front door. Ooh. And I put them outside. I said, when you find your manners out there, you can come back in. And they, I closed the door. They rang the doorbell. I let them back in. <laughs> Hello, Auntie Dola. <laughs> yes. They know those yeah. children. I mean, I, I have such a great relationship she with does. them now. Mm-hmm. She does. Wow. Yeah. Love yeah, she, that. she, I'm telling you, my mom was like Felicia Rashad. Like, you yeah. know how you knew yes. Felicia Rashad? Mm-hmm. You know, Mrs. Huxable, yeah. she was not the one to play with. But she was fly and she would, you loved her. This was exactly yeah. how I grew up. You're going to, you're having big fun. You're having big fun. Remember yep. that episode with Vanessa? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're having big fun. <laughs> oh, we were off in fun. Baltimore having big fun. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, oh, my man. mom, she, but it's literally like, she wears it like a badge of honor. That's why I was like, I was like, my mom's like, I don't have to defend myself. But right. my mom does say this. What is your one regret in parenting, mom? My one regret, and to every parent out there listening, do not 
yell at your children. Mm. That's my, I yelled a lot. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, I I yelled, I, I really, in retrospect, I'm really surprised that I was such a yeller mm -hmm. because I did not like to be yelled at. Mm. When my parents would yell at me or whatever, I would go into a corner and cry. Mm. And they would know that I would cry. But I did the same thing to my my kids. And I am just thankful that they are so much more well-adjusted that they don't do this. They've broken mm -hmm. that cycle. Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful for that. That's my biggest regret in my entire life is yelling, my, yelling at my children. And Melanie, you don't yell at all? I mean, sometimes she be trying to come out. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes <laughs> I hear myself getting a little, a little, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Donna, she's, she's coming. And then I'm like, oh. Just yeah. yeah, but it's in me. But I, but I understand. Like, I think, Mom, what would you say? Like, where did that come from? What was it? Were you tired? Were you frustrated? Were you, like, what is that thing? And you, because you obviously identify that it was something that you didn't like. Mm -hmm. So where did the frustration for you that took over for you to like not be able to control that side? Like, what was that? Because I, my mom worked. Yeah, like my mom was working. She had hobbies. She had a social life. Like my mom was busy all the I time. I was busy. I was really busy. And tired and, and traveling to go to work an hour and a half each way. Mm. You know, it's a lot. And you work an eight hour day and then you travel for an hour and a half to get home. And then you got to cook and then you got, you know, the children to take care of. And they're not listening and they've got homework and and they're just not listening. This one was, oh, my God. <laughs> Melanie was trying. She really was trying. Going to the point of like, you know, the, the yelling and like where she felt like she couldn't control mm -hmm. that side of her. Yeah. In looking back now as a mother, as a woman, as a wife, like not having the understanding that you were just spent. Girl. No, you were yeah, on edge. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you couldn't even recognize it in that moment. So you you're, you naturally responded in a way that you didn't even appreciate being treated as a, as a child. But you were just so on edge and exhausted. And I think that that's the thing that we talk about a lot on the podcast is that we yeah. are constantly trying to self-regulate while parents mm -hmm. and, you know, having the awareness that it's really hard. It is. It's really hard. I think I keep saying, I'm glad I don't have children in this society. Mm. I'm glad I was born when I was born. I'm glad I had children when I had children because it's tough. It's really tough, the, the peer pressure children. I grew up without a TV. I did not have a TV until I moved to Canada in 1978. Mm -hmm. Deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> we had to go outside and play with cousins, entertain yourself, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, these kids have so many distractions mm -hmm. and so many uh, things that, that are playing in their minds. Mm -hmm. Influences. It's, it's, yes, it's it's hard. I think it's really, really hard being a parent these days. I have I a agree. question. First, I want to say I give a lot of grace to the screaming because I certainly do it at times and like I'm immediately like, oh God, I wish I hadn't done that that way, you know, or yeah. said that that way because I, I completely relate um, and I don't want to do it, but I it happens and then I'm like, ah. So I, you know, I get that. My question though for you is, like we're we're not going to change necessarily what we're doing, but I'm just curious from your vantage point. Should today's parents be spanking? Totally, <laughs> totally. I ask because <laughs> that's but that's that I'm yeah. gonna don't yeah. forget what I said earlier yeah. when I said there's a difference between a spanking yes. and a beating. Yes, I never hit my children in the face. Mm -hmm. I never mm -hmm. hit them. That's not true. 
Oh, well, one day I you gave me some rudeness and you got it. I turned it. around and told my mom, <laughs> I did. You I, turned around, I turned around and I remember I was Madonna. fresh at the mouth. This is 13 going on for 12, 13. And I remember hanging around all these kids at school and my mom was just going off at me. And I just was like, oh, I wish she would just shut up. Oh. And by the time I turned to say, I'm sorry, she was right there. <laughs> bow in the mouth. Mm. You wish I would what? I was like, Ooh. But I knew it. Yeah. I, w- yeah. I fixed my mouth to say something that I would never, yeah. ever think to say. And she knew it. She heard me. Mm-hmm. I was going off and I was like, mm. she smacked it back what? into she, you. She smacked my mouth right away. Like, boom, quick. Yeah. yeah. And again, I don't agree with this. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree <laughs> with it. But this is my mom's. This is my mom's. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you, you hit them on their bum. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, growing up in, in my society, in my day, um, when the kids knew they were in for trouble, yeah. the boys used to put books in their bum, in their <laughs> pants. Because they knew they were going to get it on the Getting bum. prepped. Yeah. You know. I asked because my twins in particular, my oldest is like, he's the one, if I say, we don't have time out, but there's like this one chair and I'll be like, go sit in the blue chair or go to your room and read a book. And he's going to do it. The little ones, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it, period. They're four. And I think a lot, I'm not like, I, I don't ever think that I will spank them. Right. But I think a lot that like, what's going to make a difference because mm-hmm. the sound of my voice, the change, sometimes I'll be like, Hey, <laughs> like try to put on the dad voice. None of that works. Taking things like literally, yeah. Hey, if you don't put on your pajamas right now, then you're not going to have a waffle in the morning. Right. For but you see, that's a right? sweet tone. Okay. That is too sweet yeah. to tone. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if you do not put on your pajamas right now, mm-hmm. you're not going to have any more waffles. Okay. Do you understand? Maybe if you need to have her come stay with you for a week. <laughs> I'll be honest. I literally, I'm telling you, grown <laughs> friends with grown, like 10 year old children would be like, I'm calling Mama Donna to take care of the plants, the dog yeah. and the kids. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And it's same thing with Kaya. Like, I've talked about Kaya and how she can just literally be like, oh, I'm going for it. She does not try my mom. I don't know what my mom has yeah. within the spirit of, of ancestry <laughs> that she just doesn't try it. My, Kaya does not try it with my mom. Yeah, I think our kids, I give her though. a look. Yeah. There's yeah. always that look. Girl, these you know, two. There's always a look. No, I was going to say, I think, I mean, my, my daughter is the same way with my mom, but I just think that... Um, our, Which daughter? Uh, Tata. She okay. don't listen to me. <laughs> I told you she hard hit it. Um, but she, my mom, she listens to my mom. But I think that, so my mom never um, whooped me. She whooped my brothers and I'm just like a learner by observer. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want none of that. I'm good on that. I know how to act. Um, but she smacked me one time when I was 16. And I'm bringing that up because you're like, even if you thought about it, it I feel like you have to, Okay. We're not advocating whipping your children. So right, right. we start with that. We're yes. exploring. We're exploring different options. <laughs> We're talking about we different methods right throughout wrong, time. Right, okay. Right. But I feel like if you don't whip your children in the beginning and you do when they're older, it's more mm, traumatizing. I, like I see. It, that becomes, yeah. it, it feels violent as, yeah. that was the first time Fair. my mom ever hit me. I was 16 and we, it took us like three years to get over that. Yes. Like I literally was pissed off. Yeah. I just felt so violated. Like yeah. you've never hit me. Like, how are you putting your hands on me? And you're mm-hmm. my mom. That's not the relationship that we had. However, 
my friend Nala said she used to wait for them whippings. Like, I'm going to just get this whipping real quick and then <laughs> go do what I wanted to do. So, like, there's different instances yeah. where, like, whipping works. And some kids, yeah, of course. your kids, I don't feel like it will work with them because they have yeah, the spirit girl. of they don't listen. They don't listen. And so I feel like they would be those kids who would be like, let me get this whipping real quick. And, and then I'm going to get back to do what I do. do what I'm going to do. There's just kids where you know, like... You can look at them. They're going to listen to you. And there's some kids where you can crack whoop them, punish them, take a finger off. And they're still <laughs> going to be like, well, I ain't got more finger, but I'm about to go back do it. Right. I just got the spirit oh, that ain't man. listening to you, honey. I don't know how to help you, but it ain't going to be whooping. You're going to be in jail trying to whip them kids. <laughs> listen, real. I, I, I really don't. And it's funny because my mom, like, I could never even see her raising a finger to my children, mm-hmm. like, even in their worst behavior. I think when you have your own kids, it's just different because yeah. I've seen it with Kaya. Kaya literally will slap you in the face and I will grab her hand and I've tried it. I've told you, like, I've, I've slapped her back on the hand and been like, no, like, do not. And she's laughed. Yeah, no, my babies do the same and thing. And she's laughed. We were slapping hands for like yeah, a like, year. It was like, tap on the hand, like, no, like, <laughs> two to three. Quick. Slap on the hand. No, I, after twice doing that, it did not work. And I was like, all right, this is this isn't going to work with right, her. Right. Now her thing is when she slaps or she gets like, she does, she does something she's not supposed to do. She covers her face. Like, I don't see you. And then, <gasps> yeah, she's like, I don't see you. And then what she says is, then after I'm like, hey, that's not nice. She covers her eyes. And then when she takes her hands away, then she goes, bye. <laughs> and she turns away. And I'm just like. I don't know what we're going to have to do. Oh, my. Because she's also so sweet, but she's also very aware of what she's doing. Okay, okay. I have a question. (laughs) It might be uncomfortable. Yeah. So you see her dynamic with Kaya. What would you suggest that Melanie do differently besides spanking? (laughs) Besides She's got to give them the, she's got to give Kaya that look. Mm. I'm firm with her. And the tone. I get serious with her. Listen, she tried to do it to me and I go, hey. Hey, not with me. Huh? No. Basically, everyone else, right. but not me. Maybe what? <laughs> not with me, sis. <laughs> Ain't gonna fly with me. And she just kind of look at me, you know. <laughs> and like she, Melanie said, covers her high end face and then go bye. Yeah. Bye. Go, but she tries it, and I yeah. just I see when she's going to do yeah. it, mm. and I just give her the look, and she knows. Yeah. I told you she was at. We were at Christmas in my mom's house, and. My mom's got all the fancy things out for Christmas. And Kaya's, I'm like, mom, you might want to put, she's like, I need to, I need to put it with. She's like, I've had, you know how many children I have in my house? My, these children don't touch my things. I said, all right. Kaya went over. She started crawling. She's trying to touch things. My mom was like, ah, 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 ah. and Kaya was like, all right. And walked away. Ever since my mom has been at the house, Kaya doesn't touch my plants anymore. Wow. I don't know. Basically, mom, what we're saying is you can't leave. Uh, right. We need you to stay. <laughs> Meanwhile, we need you to stay. Because you need to stay. Because you need to stay. She went over to her house. She went over to Annie. Did she? She went over to Annie's Annie when plant. I was there. And I said, uh-uh. No, no, no. That's mommy's toy, not yours. No, no. Hmm. And she walked away. Wow. She walked away. Next time they're here, you've got to invite us all with the children and let let Mama you Donna see. observe. Yes. Oh, yeah. Say, pop that one. <laughs> Give that one the eye. <laughs> No, I, no, as we're going back to the spanking situation, when I said totally children yeah. need to be spanked, um, like there's a way, like I say, to spank a child and you don't spank them till they're 
teenagers. Mm. There's a cutoff point because yeah. then by then they will get, they would yeah. have gotten the message. Yeah. They would know right from wrong. True. Kids need discipline. Mm-hmm. And if we don't discipline our children, we're failing them. Mm. To me, that's our role. Children didn't ask to be born. We wanted these children. So we want to make them good human beings. We have to invest the time mm-hmm. and the effort and the energy into raising those children with discipline mm-hmm. so that they will grow up to be like my sweet Melanie is now. Oh my <laughs> she is pretty sweet. I she will, is listen, I will, say, I will say this. Growing up, I always thought twice about the decisions that I was making because why I knew there were consequences Mm -hmm. to my actions, whether that was from my family, whether that was from the law, whether that was from how my decisions affected other people. That was one Mm -hmm. thing that my mom, and again, in holding true to, if it's two weeks, if I said, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. I knew that like, you don't always get the out. You don't get the grace. You're not going to get the freebie this time. So it really did make me accountable for the things that I when I was out in the world on my own, mm-hmm. I knew that there was going to be things that I would have to do and make decisions and be like, all right, this could happen. Are you still going to make the decision? Because if it happens, what are you going to do? And also just knowing that like, I just felt like that was a really important thing, even though it seemed so hard growing up. Like I was like, damn, my mom is so hard. She's tough. She's not going to give in. But it really did teach me quickly that if you get the grace in life, you better receive it and you better be grateful yeah. because you're not always going to get it. Like you're not always going to let the, get the officer. That's like, Oh, I'll just let you off this right, time. Right, right. It's like, Hey, you broke the law. You, you sped, you did something you weren't supposed to do. Now you're getting a ticket or you going to jail. I'm not going to jail. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> All right. So I do agree to a sense. And we were talking about this because of the parent test. Yeah. yeah the parent and the test. different, actually, mom, you should, you would probably love this show. And it's, it just deals about different um, parenting styles and, I do feel like I do have a lot of what you gave me and it has evolved, as you said. But I do believe that to a point you have to stay true to the discipline and the consequences that you give your children so that they have mm-hmm. self-accountability. For sure. Yeah. Well, there was always this one word I'd say to them when they got to a certain age. You don't want to listen? Suffer the consequences. Mm. I just used to say to them consequences mm-hmm. that's a good word yeah it is consequences there are consequences for every action for every and you action know what there is said. a reaction she's the same yeah. and, and to the flip side of what you just said parents have a responsibility to their children too mm-hmm. because children look up to parents for example and whether i knew it at the time or not i knew i had to conduct myself in a manner that my children would always be proud of me. Mm. I did not want to do anything that would embarrass them. I would embarrass except, them. Oh. <laughs> except. <laughs> I like, like, except. I'll do it myself. I'll embarrass you in front of your friends, though. You know, um, and I remember one day, uh, Melanie said, when I grow up, I want to be just like my mom. I want to wear her clothes. I want to wear her jewelry. I want to wear, I want to be just like my mom. This is apparently how I sounded, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and... You know what? It, it, that made me realize that this child is watching mm-hmm. and I have to be, I have to conduct myself in a certain manner. I have to carry myself in a certain manner. I have to be confident so that she could be all those things. And, you know, it, it worked, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember my son uh, wrote me a letter one day 
and out of the blue for no reason. And it, and I still have it. And he said, you know, mom, I thank you for everything. You taught me how to be a man, how to treat a woman. Oh, and I love you for it. And, and it was it was very, very touching. It was very, very touching. What makes you as a parent now through everything that you went through? What makes you feel like I did something right? You and your brother. Mm. You and your brother. And what about us? You <laughs> lay it out. Uh, lay it out. <laughs> no, like, what is it? Like, Let it's one thing to be like, ways. oh, you guys are good. But like, what is the thing? Like, when you see them, what is do it you us see? as parents? Yeah. Is it us as people? Like, the people you've become. When mm. you see your children are kind and caring and compassionate and they're loving and they care about myself and my husband, mm-hmm. their parents, you know. There's no greater accomplishment for a parent than to see their children be responsible human beings, adults, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's the greatest accomplishment. And, and my job is done. <laughs> now she can spoil the grandchildren. Yes. <laughs> well, I, that, that brings me to my question, right? And maybe the answer is there's just nothing. But what does parenting look like? Or does parenting exist once they're 40 plus and they're living their lives and they're thriving? You'll, how do you parent? You, you, you never, you'll never stop being a parent. Mm-hmm. When she comes home mm-hmm. and she's out late, I'm like, oh God, I can't sleep. I still, and she's a grown adult with a husband. And she's out with her <laughs> husband. But I'm like, are they okay? You know, it, yeah. it, it just never ends. Yeah. It never ends. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be like that. It's okay to be like and As soon as I, like, they went out the other day and my husband and I were in charge of the kids. And I heard that garage door open and I knocked out. As soon as we came in. I yeah. was like, okay, my job's done. Aww. You back. know, they're back. Now it's their turn. Mm. You know, it's, it's just, and then they'll take over. Parenting never, parenting never ends. And when you have grandchildren, it just extends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, we've, ta- we've talked about this. Even though we are grown and so, like, I, I still love the fact that I have my parents in my life, that they still care, that they still show up for me in the way that parents do or should or can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there was a time at a certain age when I was more, I think, like resistant, like, will oh, you stop? And now I'm like, would you cook, mom? Mom, can you rub my head? Like, oh, you know, like it's like there's just certain things that now I'm just like, like the other morning I woke up after traveling for three days. I went on the couch, laid on my mom's lap and she started rubbing my head like she used to when I was like a kid. Aww. And it is one of the things that I just cherish, just the fact that I still have that. And it, it is just certain things like that. So even though when she's like, Melanie, what did you eat? Did you? And I'd be like, mom, I'm busy or whatever. But she's lit. She doesn't know how to not be my mom. Yeah. Did yeah. my child eat? Are you hungry? Mm-hmm. Are you taking care of yourself? I think those things, especially as moms, like they just don't stop. They yeah. don't, you don't stop. You don't know how. I don't know yeah. how. I mean, my son already tells me, mom, I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to ask you this till you're 50 years old Girl. if I have yeah. to, you know? Yeah. So you just don't, it just doesn't end. So I, I'm just, I'm very great. I'm very grateful for it all. I'm very grateful for it all. My mom and dad have been here with us for the last couple of weeks. Mm. So grateful for that. My dad's in the other room doing his thing and it's just wonderful. But we talked, you know, we talked about this too, my mom and I recently, is that women in general, I think moms, the role of moms, like we never, we never stop. We take care of our partners. Yeah. We take care of everyone. And I said, and bo- I had both of my moms there. I had Jared's mom and my mom and we were sitting down at the table and I was like, 
Jared took the dads and Cam to a basketball game. And I was sitting with my moms, my two moms, and I was like, you're taking care of dad and you're taking care of dad and you're taking care of everyone and I'm taking care of, and who's taking care of us? And my mom and my mother-in-law looked at each other and like, we take care of us. Yeah. And I was like, that's what this is. Like, this is why this podcast, this is why this community is so important of moms because we are the ones who take care of each other. We are the keepers of each other. That's why we have to talk and share all these things because we are the ones caring for the world, truly, truly, you know, we, we have a responsibility to take care of each other and to create spaces to talk about this kind of stuff because we need it. We have to take care of each other. I have nothing else to say. I'm just going to cry. So you guys should (laughs) carry on. (laughs) I actually have a question. Speaking of that, because you were a younger mother, like how did you find community or how did you feel supported as a mother? Um, when you were like, you know, a, a new mom. Young. Yeah, young. Fortunately for me, I had my first child back home in Guyana. Okay. And I was so young. When I came out of the hospital, my mom said to me, you're not taking my first grandchild at home. You're going to bring him here. Oh. So I went straight to my mom's house. Mm. Wow. And basically, you know, went back to work after a month. Because I had such good support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, when we moved to Canada, we didn't bring him with us. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be, I wanted us to come because I heard Canada was so tough. Everybody back home thinks the roads are paved with gold in North America mm-hmm. and everything life's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was making $700 a month and that was like top dollar. So... You know, I wanted to come up and get settled first, get our own place before I sent him. It was heartbreaking. It was really tough to leave my child behind. Mm -hmm. But I had to make that sacrifice for him. And so he came up much later and my mom came as well. So we got him entrenched and got him settled and so forth. And then then we just moved on from there. My grandmother lived with us our whole life. Like my whole life, she lived with us. That's beautiful. But, you know, again, the village of like who's around and, you know, all of our moms, I think with the exception of Felicia, moms are not local. Mm -hmm. And so doing this without the support of the grandmothers on a full-time basis or, you know, the grands or the nans or whatever, Mm -hmm. just not having your mom around all the time. Like what a blessing that was. It really, and I feel badly that we're so far apart that I can't be more of a support. No mom, you're a huge support. Listen, if I pick up the phone and I'm like, mom, I need you to come out here. She's like, look, I'm retired. This is why I'm retired. And she comes. And so that, you know, again, it's a different, than having your mom live with you, right? But you're still there. Like your support and your presence is still there. But, you know, from the tribe of people, and then you had like your sister and your friends and aunts, we had cousins. Like we grew up as a very tight-knit fam. Like I had lots of aunts and uncles around all the time. And so I think even that too, you know, when my mom immigrated to Canada, she was there with her brother. And so we grew up very close with my cousins. And Mm so there was a support, you know, I think our lives for how we've structured our lives is just so different. You know, from being creative entrepreneurs, we didn't have the set schedule of mm-hmm. the nine to five. So we rely heavily on flights, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and then finding people locally that may not be family, but become like family to help you out, you know, just to be able to understand what you're going through. But in today's society, it's very, very, I can't stress how important it is 
for mothers to take time off for themselves mm-hmm. and don't feel you're being selfish. Mm-hmm. You got a partner, you got a husband, whomever, they can handle it. Did you and, take time off for yourself? No, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You feel you have to be the be all and end all of everything. And that's not right because then you burn out. And then you yell and at your you children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So take the time out. Say, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm going for a coffee somewhere. I'm going sit and have a coffee and a muffin or whatever, some guilty pleasure. Do it. You have to do it for yourself. Yeah. yeah that's okay, I have another question. <laughs> As a mom of a of a boy... And your oldest, right, is a boy. Um, how do you cultivate a relationship with his wife? Like when they're dating, when they're engaged, mm. you know, because it can feel, I have three boys. So it can feel like, you know, I have to be close to her so that I can be close to the kids, you know. And I think about that, you know, even though they're six and four. So how do you start that? You just embrace the person your kid loves. Mm-hmm. You have to embrace the person your kids love because I always used to say, you know, they say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Not true. The way to a man's heart is through his parents, Mm. through his family. You look at how a guy treats his family, you know if that's somebody good for you. But when your son, when your son takes on somebody, you have to embrace them because you can't fight it. Mm -hmm. The more you fight it, the more that you drive them away. Mm. I love my daughter-in-law. She really does. She is wonderful. She is such a, she's so loving. She gives me the tightest hugs and she's so sweet. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Um, Mom, can I get you something? Mom, can I do this for you? Mom, you know, anything, you know? So she is good. Um, He loves her. I have to love her. She is the mother of my grandchildren Mm -hmm. and I have to embrace that. Wait, I have a question. Hold on. Mm -hmm. What if you didn't like her? Would you still have embraced her the same way? I would have to. I think you should, because like I say, there's nothing that's more taxing on a marriage than if you fight with your Mm in-laws. And you don't want to fight with your in-laws. You know what? I see some people fight with their in-laws and my mother-in-law doesn't like the best bone in my body. But you still have to respect her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your daughter-in-law may not be who you want her to be, Mothers never think a girl is good enough for their son. Yeah. I, I guess I lucked out. Mm-hmm. But you still have to embrace that. I love that. People are people change. People change. And if you if you treat a young person, a young girl, with respect, they'll in turn respect you. Mm-hmm. You may not be buddy buddy, but you must have mutual respect for each other. That's a word, child. Or, you know, or respect not to uh, turn up every time you see each other, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I can't I can't necessarily say that, like, if somebody was disrespectful to me, then that doesn't mean that I have to be respectful to them. But I can be respectful enough to not um, engage with that mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. to cause more conflict. Right. Yeah. Like you said, may not be buddy, buddy. Right. But also at the same time. Or just move 3,000 miles away. Problem solved. <laughs> Oop. Oop. Okay. And uh, that's the mama's <laughs> No, I mean, again, there's so many nuances, I think, to each one of our parenting styles and how we were brought up and our moms and everything. And at the end of the day, I think whatever journey we all took, we we all turned out all right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very, sure. gr- like I said, I'm very, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. And I, and I still learn it. My mom, you know, she is sitting here and I'm going to talk like she's not sitting here, but she's, she's really a wonderfully 
round, well-rounded person and she has the best heart and she cares when she cares, she cares so much. Um, and so, you know, everyone who knows her gets to benefit that and it's a blessing and it really is. And thanks, Mel. And thanks wait till you taste her cooking. I mean, I've because now that's a whole other thing. I don't want to wait. We don't talk about the fact that mom cooks. She takes gardens. She can grow a harvest. Like, oh my gosh, it. She, my mom is a nurturer. That is who she is. From everything she creates, whether it's artistic, whether it's food, whatever it is, she is a nurturer, Mm -hmm. and that is the the that is the blessing that she is to everybody in our in in her life. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I never thought of myself as a nurturer, but really, really, no. What would you take? What would you? T- I don't know. I just, I just do what I like, and and yeah, I like, I like to see. Maybe you know, Melanie pointed this to me out, pointed this out to me one day that I'm a nurturer, and I thought, when you really think of it, I like to see things grow. I plant everything mm-hmm. from seed, mm-hmm. and and when I transplant them into the ground, I have conversations with them, and then when I have to when I have to pull them out at the end of the season, it really breaks my heart. Oh. <laughs> that Be- sounds like a nurture to me. Right, right. <laughs> because it's like, no, I'm killing them, right? But I, I apologize to them and I thank them for the harvest. And, you know, and it's 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 like a, it's like a child, mm-hmm. you know, and dogs and, you know. Oh, yeah. Animals. My mom, also, that's the other thing. My mama get your dog, she'll get your dog together. <laughs> my mom... Could get the dogs together, wow. yes. But it, but it is. You are. You're a nurturer. You and are your mother. It's just so funny when you're over there describing your mom. I'm like, <laughs> you are literally describing yourself. You are your mother's child, well. and it's very beautiful to see. And it makes me excited about Amira, but also like I'm taking notes from your mom because I'm like, I there's things where I know I could be like a better mom. You know, mm-hmm. the discipline thing. It's so mm-hmm. true. Because obviously I have a teenager and I've told y'all, remember what I said last episode, whoever is the one that disciplines, let them do it and be quiet because <laughs> case in point, you know? Yeah. But it's just beautiful to see your daughter is just like you. She's the most loving, nurturing, kind, thoughtful, considerate person. Aww, you are. You are just like your mom, though. So your parenting style does work. And when you write that book, Donna's way. Donna. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take like the short Don, version. You know Don, what I mean? Don, like you don't have to write for notes. a year. I'll like, a book. Just like a chapter on each. Donna's like, yep. let, look, let me not let me not exclude my husband from this whole thing. Aww. I could not have done this without him. Because trust me, Melanie and I fought mm. like, oh, she challenged me. Bless you. Bless you. Mm-hmm. She Thank challenged you. me with every decision. Mm. when she wanted to go out and I wouldn't say no and she would fight me on everything. And I, um, my husband had to intervene many, many times. Many times. Many times. And he goes, I don't understand why you guys fight. Mm. And now I know it's because we're so much, mm. we're so similar in mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. You were a fierce, confident, remember- strong-minded woman <laughs> and you made one. The, the, um, and Kaya is too. And Kaya is too. <laughs> remember the, the time you had your first award in Toronto? Oh, this was mean. This was just mean. You don't want to share this story. I do want to share okay, it. Okay, go ahead. I do want to share Ten toes down. It. Ten toes down. She said, I'm not here to defend myself. No. She had, she was in this group in Toronto and they had won an award and she was coming home one day and she, I call her on the phone and she gave me some attitude and I was like, how dare you speak to me like that? You know what? I'm not going to your award ceremony. 
her very first award. My mother-in-law was there. My, my sister-in-law was yeah. there. My sister was there. Everybody was there. And they were all going. And I said, no, I am not going to her award. Mm. She owes me an apology. She has to learn that she cannot speak to me. There are consequences for your actions. And I'm not going on my mother-in-law. Oh, Donna, you got to go. You, why? Why should I go when she does not respect me? No, she does not deserve my presence. Mm. And I did not go. Did I you ever go. apologize? Did I? I don't even remember. I don't remember. Oh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. To be honest, I'm li I'm literally taking her word at face value because I don't know why she did. I, at this point, I don't remember why you she didn't come. You were coming home. I, I just you. don't. I just remember that she wasn't there. Wow. Okay. Right. Not to question the decisions of 20 years ago. Yeah. But my question is like, isn't there a difference between she doesn't respect me and she was disrespectful? Oh, mm. come on, Cody. Yeah. No, you're right. Come on, Cody Lynn. Listen, I'm nervous. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It's not that she didn't respect me. She was being disrespectful at that time. Mm. And I wanted her to continue to respect me. Mm. So I had to nip that in the bud. You have mm. to nip it in the bud. But was I disrespectful after that? Absolutely. <laughs> I was definitely rude. That's what I'm saying. Like we definitely but, fought after that. So but, it didn't work. Oh, One day she, we had work. a fight and she stormed out of the house at about, 10 o'clock at night. No, it was later than that. Oh, maybe it later. Was the middle of the night. My I husband was at band practice. Oh, wait. she walked out the door. I think she thought I was going to go after her. No, I didn't. I just locked the door. Uh, okay. He came home. Kaya. I didn't think she was going to come after no, me. I you, wanted to get out of the house. You are Kaya too. Yes. It's like a, it's like a Ooh. trifecta. I knew yeah. that I just wanted to get out of the house. I just knew I needed to get out of the house. I just couldn't be there anymore. So I left and I went to walk. And I remember I went to the park right down the street from the house. How and I old sat. Were you? Yeah. I, uh, I was a teenager. I was like 17. 17. Mm -hmm. And I remember I went to the, um, the park. park and I was like right in the little suite like slide like you know little houses that they make there and I remember I saw the car come around my dad came home and then I saw the lights shine at the at the park and he looked he didn't see me and then I knew it was my dad looking for me and then I just walked home and I, and I went home and my dad took me aside and he says you know why you and your mother you and your mother fight so much and I was like why and he's like because you guys are exactly the same mm -hmm. he goes you guys are so emotional you guys are so sensitive for each other. You love each other so much that you would do anything to like love and hurt each other just to like get the response mm. that you're looking for. And I was like, don't I am not like her. <laughs> yup. Yeah, we wow. just did. We just did. And then, you know, when you're that young and you're a teenager and I know we're just talking, so this probably won't even make the, the podcast. But <laughs> like, you know, when you're that young, you just like, like why are what like why are you being like i'm not like you i'm yeah. just trying to like be peaceful and you just want to fight and it's you like don't get it don't get it no. you know it's just different like, and i didn't understand i didn't have empathy for what she was requesting right. of me and she didn't care about having empathy for what i was requesting <laughs> from her because she's like you're the child i don't care yeah you know so it was just it was that and i think that was our biggest rub for me i think with my mom i definitely wanted someone who would honor the fact that I had thoughts, feelings, opinions, and was willing to have a conversation with me. And my mom was like, nah, it's my way or, or there's no way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think as to time- To a certain point, to a certain age. To a certain age. Yeah, mm -hmm. as a teenager, that was not the age. She was like, nah, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not doing, I'm not giving in. I don't want to hear what you have to say. When kids get into their teens, it's the, it's the most challenging. Girl, don't I know it. She most has a, she's a teenager. Yeah. Don't she I know most it, Most challenging. Honey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be like, 
I remember my mom, I wasn't allowed to like roll my eyes or anything. Like I couldn't have no feelings. You just had to, it's like, you had to be robotic. Like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Everything's disrespectful if you breathe, you know? <laughs> oh, you breathe loud. I know. You close like, that door disrespectfully. I'm mad. Damn. <laughs> of course I'm mad. And I do that with Cam too, because Cameron will like huff him. Like the other day we got told him he had to come do homework and he moved, he shoved his papers on the table and I said, oh. And he was like, I was just moving the papers. I said, no, you weren't. Yeah. I said, you were frustrated and you were, you were pissed off at these papers. He's Brooks. Yeah. And, and, I, and he was, so yeah. And I was like, and I was like, Hey, I was like, I understand that you don't want to do your homework and you're frustrated, but you're more intelligent than to have to express yourself than that. And Bingo. I said, and pay attention to the fact that you chose not to do your homework. And now, because I'm asking you to do it when you have to do it, you're upset. Okay. That is not a choice that I made. You made that choice. Bingo. So that's how I try to talk to him. Cause you know, I don't like. Cameron doesn't really get a lot of attitude. So when he does, I'm always like, all right, I see you. Right. <laughs> you're allowed to be upset. You're frustrated. But let's talk about why you're frustrated. It has right. nothing mm-hmm. to do with me. Don't make me the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so I probably to the that biggest way. difference in parenting is our parents were like, you don't have feelings. And we're like, we acknowledge them. But trying to give them the tools to express them mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Yeah. Like, I just tell my kids to go in a room and be mad. I'd be like, oh, you could be mad. Just don't roll your eyes at me. But go in there and roll them 50 times. <laughs> when you come back at her, make sure them eyes are straight. <laughs> <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. That's why when you say you don't discipline, like I'm always like, uh, you I sound ju- pretty firm to I me. I just feel like what she was saying about um, being consistent, that's yeah. where I laugh. Yeah, like, yeah. She is like, you're going to do the whole bid. I'm like, if you're good for three days and I'm letting you off okay. like time served. And I think she's that. Good behavior. Yeah, that good behavior doesn't work. You got to give them yes. the whole bid. Yeah. That's the whole where bid. I, I'm going to learn yeah. better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you instill a discipline, you keep it to the to the limit that you've yeah. set i agree see i just won't i don't think i'll ever set two weeks of nothing it would be like, <laughs> like two days <laughs> i've got to work my way up for me <laughs> if i'm gonna stick to it, it if i'm gonna stick to it it's gonna be two hard days <laughs> really? know that know thyself they're six and four I, no, you, you got to start now <laughs> when are you gonna you two days is this starting. Is two days is like a this lifetime is... to kids mom two days is a lifetime to kids no when you're a teenager but two if weeks you think about it, uh-huh. two days might be a lifetime to kids. But if you give a kid a week of punishment where they can't do certain, mm-hmm. think how much easier your life is going to be. Mm. I mean, not necessarily right. because now they got nothing to do and they're all up under me like, mom, I'm no, bored. No, or they're complaining every, every day. Like, day. I got to hear it. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, and then you just keep saying to them, hey. Consequences. consequences. One, one more question. That's what we gonna call this episode. Consequences. consequences. By Mama Donna. By Mama Donna. Mama's way. Like here. Don- okay. Here's my question. How, what would you do in this scenario? And then we probably should wrap up. I think. Because um, my kids are actually very sweet to each other most of the time. So I could literally be like, look, for one week, Aristotle. Like you will not get a waffle at breakfast. Like food really changes their lives. So it's like you don't get that thing that everybody wants for the whole week. Fine. You know what my babies will do? They'll shoot it. Here, Aristotle, you can have some of mine. So do I stop that? You say, if you give him yours, you're not going to get any either. Yep. It's every man for themselves, she said. (laughs) Okay, noted, noted. Okay. No, if you're going to give him. Note taken. Yeah, you're not going to get either. Yeah. Oh, that's good because you will then, you're helping discourage the enabling thing because yes. people enable their yeah. siblings. Yes. And then it'll mm. be the responsible siblings. They're yeah, they'll take care of them siblings. later. Yes, for the Word. rest of their life, they're going to be trying to p- clean up their yeah. mess and then feel obligated just from passing that damn waffle across yeah. the table. So 
Word. Listen to okay. Mama Donna, honey. I'm over here being like, this is so sweet that they're going to they want to make sure that he gets a one. No, they're so That's sweet. why my 32-year-old brother be calling me for money now. Exactly. Exactly. Don't let him pass It the was waffle. the waffle of 30 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Note to self. Spare the waffle. Or you yeah. say when, when your son is being disciplined, you tell your daughter. No, she has three I have boys. no daughters. Three, or yeah. you tell the other two. He's not getting any mm-hmm. waffles in the morning. And if you share yours with him, you're not going to get any either. Gang, gang. Got it. I'm on it. Gang, gang. I'm on it. <laughs> right, well, anyways. <laughs> we got to go. This is a lot for we today. Can, we can like, I, I, you know what I love about this episode is that Cody's like, and so tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do we make sure? Like Cody, Cody's like, I'm low-key here to hear about your stories, but how do <laughs> yes. I take what you have and yeah. apply to my life, which I love. I, I can't go full Mama Donna, at least not yet, not but yet. I can take baby steps. <laughs> You know, take the principle. My question to you is why? Mm. Why can't I go full? Yes. Um, just my it's not own. In her spirit. I'm, it's not in my spirit. It's not in my spirit. You see her? Look how sweet she is. <laughs> I know she's sweet. You need to, you need, you can be sweet. Yes. You yes. totally can be sweet. But children have to know boundaries. I agree. I agree. I'm going to do some of this. I promise. And I will report back. She will report back. I'm going to take I, videos. Can you give her your number? Yeah. She, yeah. Said, she said, I'm going to check on you. She said. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm on it. I'm all over it. it. You know what? I can say again. You can be sweet. You don't have to spoil Boil a child, child to, to love, love a child. child. You do not have to spoil a child. I promise you, if my mom was going to be buried, that would be on the headstone. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the other name yes, of the book. Yes. Da, da, da. This book is happening. Yes. Yo, the ma- Donna mom's way. about to be rich. <laughs> you don't. You really don't. Okay. You love right. that child. Embrace that child. Love that child. But that child has to know boundaries. Mm-hmm. If not, you're failing that child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, okay. all right. <laughs> we got a flight to catch. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mom's got to go back and discipline her plants back home. <laughs> <laughs> her other grandchildren. I even disciplined Florence last night. Oh man! Yeah. Listen, okay, they, we could. I'll wrap this up, then I'll tell the story. Um, thanks for coming on, Mom. You're very welcome. It was lovely being here and sharing my own views of parenting, whether you agree or disagree. She uh, don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Ten toes down. I know what I did worked for me. It. My children are fantastic children. My grandchildren, I know, will be fantastic children because of who my children are. Mm-hmm. And um, do what you got to do for your own kids. Yeah. Just remember, kids did not ask to be born and they need their parents Mm. to guide them, Mm. to discipline them. The Donna way. That's the mama's den. That's the mama's den.